tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to another episode of the Mindy Project, Season 3, Episode 18, entitled Fertility Bites. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. Just a quick reminder, if you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, write, review, subscribe. We love hearing from you. You can find me on Twitter if you guys want to talk to us during the show at SamD43. I have my lovely co-host here with me. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves and let us know where we can find you on Twitter? Yeah. Hey, y'all. I'm April Wissenhant, and you can find me on Twitter at April Wissenhant. Hey, guys. I'm Sterling Cates, and you can find me at... Sterling Cates. We're so clever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are so ironic and clever with your Twitter yeah, handles. So it took a while. Yeah, I think Mindy would love it. She would. Yeah, I just always at say. If, yeah, at, yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, Mindy is here. She's invisible. Um, and you can find her at she's Mindy right Kaling. Yeah, she's, she's right here. So let's start off by talking about this very interesting episode. Um, Mindy opens her own clinic. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I was asking you guys a lot of questions during it. I'm like, so she's working at, you know, the OBGYN office and also opening her own clinic. Like, it's kind of confusing. Yeah, so it seemed, uh, last week they talked about it when Dr. Bergdahl is kind of stepping in to replace Mindy, technically, is what it sounds like is happening. So Mm -hmm. until she gets her fertility clinic up and running, she's going to be there kind of helping with the transition. And then when it's successful, she'll move over when she starts getting more patients and it's on its feet. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, I think she's just kind of has been in the construction phase and we see in this episode that she's like fully or now she's opening and she has her opening grand gala and everything that's uh, red carpet risque. I love that part. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dress code. Um, but yeah, I think she's just kind of transitioning and maybe Bergdahl is taking her place. And he's doing a very interesting job of that, which we will get into. But more about getting into Mindy's clinic. I mean, she has no patience. She has never done any kind of fertility. Yeah, well, she has no resume with it other than being an OBGYN. Like, she can't just expect that a flood of patients are going to come in because she has no background. Yeah. No, like, stats that says how how many successful pregnancies she's helped with or whatever. So I can imagine that process would be really difficult. But everyone has to start somewhere, so Mm -hmm. I kind of feel really bad for her because, like, my mom is a nurse, and she always tells me or used to tell me stories about how whenever they would have a new doctor starting to work there, how it's kind of tough for him to get his own patients because nobody wants to get something done from the doctor who's never done it or who's only done it a couple of times or who's just done it in med school. So I don't really know how she's going to go about getting like her first initial patients. I feel like that's going to be even more stress on her and especially yeah. with the pregnancy. Yeah. That's not good. I feel like it'd have to be someone either she knows or someone that's going to take a chance on her mm-hmm. because I mean if it's some random person, you're going to go to someone who has a strong background. Right. right. Well, I mean, the question is, I mean, it's always the big question in doing running a business or starting anything. Like, 
that person that's so successful, how did they start? Mm -hmm. They have to have had one person. Right, exactly. But, I mean, I think she has a very promising business because she does come from a seemingly very successful OBGYN Mm -hmm. office, Mm -hmm. and she has lots of friends who are, you know, in the same field, so they can definitely, you know... Yeah. help out with that. But my question is above anything, like, what makes her be a fertility that, I mean, what kind, we don't really know the kind of knowledge that apparently she knows yeah. about being a fertility doctor. You know, she's an OBGYN, we know that. But that we've never really heard her talk about how to get people pregnant. Well, that was kind of what she was working on when she was doing her fellowship. They were, they were like, specializing in fertility stuff, and I guess that's why when her and Dr. Gurgler started working together, they kind of realized, you know, it was clearly a passion of his, but that she realized more and more there that it was a passion of hers. Yeah. So, obviously, we didn't get to see that much of her working with fertility stuff, but that was kind of one of the specialties of the fellowship that she was doing, that she quit. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like, just going to clarify that she didn't, finish, you know. Yeah. And that's going to be a hard thing. I mean, she's a hard sell and she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, and Morgan's her only employee. Yeah. <laughs> so. And Morgan's also an employee of Shulman and Associates still. So. Yeah, it's a little bit unrealistic in just that, you know, you couldn't really work at both places. Yeah. I don't really think it would feasibly be possible the kind of schedules that these people have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm well, sure I mean, she has TV. Yeah. Well, and she has a great uh, location. It all looked very nice and very. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She put a lot of money into it. That's what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, wow, that yeah. is. And the party was ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this party, which seemed really awesome yeah. and so Mindy. The party was just like so Mindy and I loved it Mm -hmm. and she basically sold her first ever patient who was Cousin Lou um, who was Morgan's cousin who we've seen before Mm -hmm. that she got got herself pregnant Mm -hmm. which is a really funny thing to say yeah well she was just she was trying to sell him on wanting to be there because out of nowhere he was very knowledgeable about what questions to ask thing when he's choosing his doctor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she thought this was going to be an easy sell because his cousin Lou, they would be fortunate to have her as a doctor. Mm-hmm. But it, like, kind of flipped. And she's having to sell herself. And so she just says, you know, I got myself pregnant. And mm-hmm. then that kind of makes it seem like Danny was having trouble with fertility. Yeah. So that just kind of turned everything on its side. It snowballed really quickly from her, like, trying not to lie into, like, really not lying. But then she kind of did lie, obviously. Yeah, but you know what? Like, Danny wants to help her. He says he does. And let's just do a little talk about him recommending her to his patient. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't want to lie to his patient. Well, he can't lie to his patient. No, like, he that can't. would be the worst. But he could have easily said, Mindy Lahiri is the most intelligent woman in the city. She can do this for... He could have, you know... He could have sold her better. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that. Y'all, see, I'm the bad one sitting here being like, I mean, it's just a little fib. It's not... <laughs> about Mindy? Yeah. yeah well, that's what I... Bad, I agree I with you because, I mean, Mandy... Uh, Mandy. Well, <laughs> I just... <laughs> blame, it up, blame it on that. On the hook. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Um, again, here it is. Um, no, but, you know, he really didn't sell her at all. And he could have. And for Mindy to lie about him was not, to me, I thought he would be okay with it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's not a matter of whether, because at the end of the day, what she said, like, doesn't really matter for anyone because mm-hmm. she is pregnant and he knows he was, he's the father or whatever. Right. But, um, but it's a matter of his pride and, like, being publicly humiliated in front of all these people who think that, you know, shooting planes. Well, I just think you. <laughs> I just think that. I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. I think that she didn't think that Cousin Lou was going to go tell the entire party that Danny, you know, was having trouble with infertility. And then next thing you know, I'm like, how does Cousin Lou even know all these people to tell them this? Next thing you know, the entire party knows that, or thinks that they know that Danny can't have a baby. And of course he's going to find out after that speech that he gave. And that was so sweet. Like, if that were to have been a real, if the Cousin Lou situation hadn't have happened, you know, Danny was really trying to do such a nice, I wish we could have seen the nice, beautiful speech. Because was it, I think it was this season or perhaps the end of last, I think it was this season when Mindy did that whole, like, slideshow for him. You know, she really... She is like professed her love, and I mm-hmm. thought it was kind of his time. And yeah. it, and she was just like, "Stop, let's go. This party sucks." <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel that like that always happens when she doesn't want him to catch her with whatever lie she's told. This episode, you know, yeah, yeah, seems to be. She like literally belongs in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, she, 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 like, <laughs> she really should. She tells more lies than they do, and she just like lives with it. She just <laughs> literally is telling lies left and right. However, this last lie that she told to Cousin Lou and his wife, mm-hmm. I kind of understood. Yeah, me too. Because Honestly, I'm like, she, she needs patience. She needs patience. Right. And I mean, Cousin Lou is kind of like the lowest of the low. And yeah. if you can't get him, then you're not going to get anybody. <laughs> exactly. Well, she had that one lady who wanted to come to her that was really old. <laughs> but that's like impossible. I feel yeah, like so she wouldn't sure have had is. a success story. Yeah, and- also extremely offensive to that. I'm glad you brought that up because I thought about it and I was like, poor lady. Yeah. I, I mean, ha- and then, uh, you know, they were like, is this another prank? I'm like, what pranks? What pranks? Have people been doing that to her? Yeah, that's what they were insinuating anyway, which I thought was hilarious that people were pranking them. But, I mean, there definitely is an age where you, like... It's impossible, yeah. But I thought it was really funny, though. And she was so shocked and cute. (laughs) I know. I felt really terrible for her. Um, So we find out, you know, well, Danny finds out at the fertility clinic party uh, about what uh, Mindy said about him to basically everybody. It, Mm -hmm. It... Bled, you know, it's spread out to everybody, and he naturally gets very upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but really quick before we get into Danny and Mindy, because it's gonna take a minute, let's just talk about Morgan and Tamara and Beverly and Dr. B. Killing it this episode. This was one of my favorite episodes for Beverly. Like, yeah. she is hilarious. With her eating off the knife, saying she doesn't feel safe. She's <laughs> like, then, I don't feel safe here. She that was perfect. Yeah, she is hilarious. I oh, love she her. Is. I loved Tamara in this episode. Um, the part where she goes, where they were offering Doctor Bergdahl all the money at the end, and she's like, "Well, it's only 187, and it's pledged. So if you want it, you might have to follow up with the people." <laughs> <and make some calls."> <laughs> <laughs> I know it was awesome. So they are banding together to uh, do a nurse obesity thing. Oh yeah, a problem that uh, bothers them all. They said it's nurse obesity. Yeah, and it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, yeah Mindy's like, "Why you guys are all so skinny?" <laughs> of course, Mindy Morgan says, that. "Because of poverty." <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I do believe that Morgan is very poor. Don't get me wrong. He lets <laughs> us know that for sure. Yeah. 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 
But, you know, we find out that Dr. B is actually, like, living in his car, or so we think. Which is why he smells so bad. And yeah, and he wearing. smells, and he still doesn't get it at the end. But the guy, it's terrible when someone smells bad, and you don't want to tell them they smell bad, and you make references to it, and they just don't freaking understand. Mm. Yeah. I'm at the point in my life where I'm just going to have to tell you now, though. <laughs> How would you do that, though, with someone who is, like, your boss, you know? I would just make constant <laughs> references to like oh my gosh do you smell that and eventually they'll get it I think that's I, what I they assume. were doing though they were like spraying him down with the the cologne and yeah, telling him to true. shower and he was just like oh cause there's a camera in there like he like <laughs> definitely did not get it yeah I know he needs a rude awakening sadly and you know Jeremy fired him because based, and I, I really enjoyed that about Jeremy that you know he basically runs the whole practice mm-hmm. and he listens to what the nurse is have to say, yeah. the people that actually run the office. Right. Well, he was going to lose all of them if he didn't, because Dr. B was treating all of them so poorly, and no one deserves to work in that kind of environment. Right. So. Yeah. And they're so used to it being, just like Morgan said, you know, a family environment and that sort of thing. And Dr. B's like, no, my family is my wife and my kids. This is not a family. And so he's just, I mean, he's a different mix to throw into what they already have. He's a different kind of person and a different kind of doctor. So the fact that he's like, who wants a sandwich? Nurse, make me a sandwich. Hey, the nurses are making sandwiches. Like, that's not how they're used to being treated. And no one should be treated. Exactly. (laughs) For sure. So I'm happy that Jeremy stood up for them. I was kind of surprised, though, that he was so easily like, Oh, if you all leave, then whatever. Then yeah, sure. Well, it shows how much she depends on them, and that it's more than just working together. They actually kind of have their own family going on Mm -hmm. within, you know. And those people are established, and they're just not going to go. But you know, we end up finding out that Doctor B is sleeping in his car only because he and his wife are having problems, and he could easily afford a hotel, which is still stupid to me. I'm like, doesn't mean you need to rent an apartment. You mm-hmm. can just find a hotel for yeah. a few nights. You're a doctor. You have money. True. I thought he was from Philadelphia. Yeah, like, what, didn't he travel from Philadelphia? It to was get something there? confusing because I was a bit confused when I saw him as well. I'm like, he's here now. Okay. I yeah. thought there was some kind of like uh, hurdle. We needed a jump, jump for him to get here, and well, it just they, happened very fast. They hire people pretty easily. We saw how they hired Morgan just because right. he like I forgot what he did, but he did something to help Mindy. Oh, someone like punched her, and then he helped her stop the bleeding. I think in season <laughs> one. Um, but so people get hired there pretty easily, I guess. Yeah, but they turn out to be great. Well, he's apparently a great doctor because he's had more procedures and whatever than all the other doctors and, combined. Yeah, combined. <laughs> So he's, you know, working efficiently. He just has some personal issues, yeah. like his terrible smell mm-hmm. that he needs to work on. Yeah, I think that's the, like, worst personal issue that he has yeah. aside from his family problems. Because, okay, person that has family problems that has money, they don't sleep in their car. There's right. like a well, it was kind of sad though when he was when he was saying that he didn't want to find somewhere else to live because it made it seem like it was a real thing that he wasn't living mm-hmm. at his house with his family anymore. But I mean, I can only imagine living out of your car is a little more depressing than just being in a hotel he room. He doesn't yeah. have to though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He could well, just... now he doesn't because he gets to live at Mindy's. Yeah, he got a real good deal there. Yeah, yeah. that apartment is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was very smart. Was it Morgan that kind of... Yeah. yeah, Morgan is the one that hooked that up. Yeah, he was like, well, Mindy has an apartment she doesn't even use. Mm-hmm. And that you could see that like light bulb go off in his head. He's like, hmm, yeah. interesting. So is she going to have the doctor pay her? No, he's not paying rent. 
Because she's... He's going to refer all of his patients to her. Which, I mean, in turn, could be rent, you know, for her if she gets all those patients. Mm -hmm. And that way he'll stay at her apartment and she'll get the... Hopefully get the patients. I mean, a referral doesn't mean that... Right. They're going to sign up. Yeah, they sign up. Well, it's frustrating to me that Danny can't be that person for her. Yeah. Well, he... If Dr. Bergdahl's doing so many more cases anyway, then I guess... I mean, I'm sure Danny will, but maybe he's just... He'll be a little better at it. I don't know. I really don't think that Mindy should solely rely on Danny to give her all of her patients. You no, know? definitely not. And, like, he does need to be honest with his patients because he was... She was the first person he, he, he said showed to his patients mm-hmm. and you know she was just asking questions and he, and when she asked those questions he has to answer honestly right. like how many successful pregnancies does do she help you? you do <laughs> I'm just kidding of course and I did I understand <laughs> I understood where Danny was coming from when he was like kind of put in that corner and Danny's not really a salesman he's not a guy that would get in front of a crowd and like really tell jokes that mm-hmm. kind of thing you know but for some like he needs to be a schmoozer in order to be like listen she hasn't really done anything but she is going to be the most brilliant woman as far as fertility clinics in America within the next 10 years you're going to want to get in on this you know yeah. someone needed to sell her not just do what they did and, right. and she wasn't helping the matter right. either well hopefully he'll step up now yeah Dr. B can do it he can do it well, Dr. B the <laughs> truth is is that Danny is really worried about his baby yeah yes that's true. So that's why he wasn't selling her. I don't really think that Danny wants Mindy to work. That's my opinion. I think old school Danny doesn't, but I think he knows that that's not an option. I mean, I, clearly he has to know that that's not an option if in the middle of all this she's working there and starting her own fertility clinic. I think, like, from how he's always like been raised and thought his entire life that he would imagine his... You know, the mother of his child to not work, but I don't even think, I don't feel like that won't come up. Watch, I'm gonna okay. shoot myself in the next, foot week. next week. When it does, <laughs> well, well I, feel like it, it. I feel like it's already yeah. kind of come up when, with the whole, you know, like if they were gonna be in San Francisco or New York thing and then all of this, but it seems, you know, like he's pretty on board with it now. Yeah. It's so funny because this show and girls, I was just like, why are they going away? They need to come back to New York, to their cities. This is where yeah. the shows are built and they're centered. Mm-hmm. And they both have. They, yeah. all, they always do. They I always know. Come back. You know, it's not like I was thinking go to the end of the season. But no, I'm glad that I'm glad that like. It just makes more sense. Yeah. You know, there I'm, weren't any characters developing in San Francisco. Wasn't really much happening there, so it makes sense for her to come back for yeah. sure. I'm glad that they still kept New York in the mix the whole time too, though. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it just to me, I'm not sure what the writers really were exactly thinking. I, I mean, I guess trying to provide like a roadblock for the characters, which mm-hmm. literally was like three thousand miles. Yeah, I actually liked it. Thinking of like the developments that are coming from it now, because think of how like huge of a step that was. It was it it provided that roadblock, but now it's like catapulted into a fertility clinic and her coming home for a baby and that sort of thing. So I think it was a good little, you know, however many episodes it was of a niche to put in there. Yeah. And I think it really taught us a lot about Danny and Mindy's relationship and I think they learned a lot about it, that they're kind of all in now. They kind of need to be with the baby, but I think they kind of were on that page before. Yeah. It was it was kind of a random thing for sure, but it definitely it we saw a lot of character growth and movement in the story through it. 
Yeah, you're right. And I'm a kind of person that I'm a little impatient. So when I <laughs> when I see like a roadblock in my way, I know it's going to take up at least like six episodes. I'm just like, come on, can't you just take this back? So yeah. basically, you've never watched any soap operas. Oh, I do, and I'm frustrated like the whole freaking time. Because it's know? like two weeks for 15 minutes. Yeah, it just it takes a long time. I mean, I'm glad this didn't take as long. I suppose you know she's back where she's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And her, and you know, for it was, now, yeah, for now, <laughs> it was semi nice to not see Danny's family this week. Just throwing that out there, it's it's been a lot. I love that that's part of the show. I love the actors that are like all part of that storyline. Mm-hmm. But it's been so much about him and like almost as though he feels like he's having this baby, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. you know he wants like a little meatball or something. I want to yeah. see more of Mindy's family. I really liked seeing yeah. her with her brother yeah. in San Francisco. I yeah, I thought we've that never was... met her parents before, right? No. Yeah, I don't think so. But I, I kind of agree with you on that, though, because I feel like we haven't and I feel like I've said this a lot this season. I haven't been able to see, like, my favorite little, you know, the support characters, mm-hmm. if you could call them that. The Beverly's, the Tamra's, the Morgan, who mm-hmm. I love seeing more of every week. Um, because a lot has been made up of Annette, which I love. I mean, she's so funny, and mm-hmm. I love her character on the show, too. But I'm glad we got to see a lot more of our old gang today. Yeah, me too. And I, I mean, so, you know, they've pretty much weeded out Peter, yeah, we saw a FaceTime or whatever last with week. him last week, and I actually really just want to say that I so much appreciate that they did that mm-hmm. to because I hate it when they just cut characters off of shows. You know, I liked they kind of just like you know brought gradually it. brought took him out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, is the, his replacement Doctor B? I hope not. I, I hope not. Terrible personality. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it was so nice what. Beverly, Morgan, and Tamara did or tried to do whatever. They brought him back, but he's still going to be annoying. Yeah. We'll see. Right? I mean, is he just acting this obnoxious because he's going through something or, you know? Maybe. I don't know, but now that he's going to be staying in Mindy's apartment, it's he's there for good. It seems. Yeah, I, I feel really like we'll definitely yeah. see more of him for sure. Funny guy, I just wish he was like really sexy, so we could <laughs> just you know be like, oh well, he's a douche, but yeah, it's nice to look at. <laughs> he needs to either Makes start sense. acting better or start looking better. That's a terrible <laughs> thing to say. I'm so sorry. It's the I have the claw. I guess that. Um, okay, so, so Mindy and Danny, at the end of the episode, decide to move in together. It was a long time coming. Yeah. They basically already lived together. It was just a matter of when Mindy felt like she could take the plunge. Yeah. I love now. that it was so natural and that it was just like her being like, hey, I think I'm ready to move in. Which, I mean, I could personally never do, ever, like, just have that kind of a super casual conversation. But, you know, he's expressed that he wants her to move in before, so I like that it was just kind of like, hey, I think I'm ready. Only after she realized, I guess, that her apartment definitely wouldn't be there anymore because Dr. B's staying in it from now on. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for them. Yeah. What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, like, I just think it was a long time coming. Like, I knew it was going to happen at some point or another in the season, and that seemed like a good timing for it. And we know that at the end of every episode, they always, I don't want to, you know, knock on wood, they always end on good terms. So yeah. I thought it was a good way to end this episode for sure. Yeah, and it, it just, like, really kind of came to me how far we have come 
in this series. Mm-hmm. Like, think about the first episode ever. And Seriously, to yeah. now, I mean, their relationship has grown, and it's one of those awesome shows because it's the Mindy Project. This is about Mindy. It's not the Mindy and Danny Project. It's mm-hmm. the Mindy Project. However, we have seen her come so far with her relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love the message she's sending. I love it all. Um, I think we've gotten to everything tonight. Let's get into predictions. Yeah. Okay. What do we got? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I'm curious to see, once her fertility clinic gets up on its feet and is successful, how much of the other office we'll see. And those supporting characters, like if they'll go over with her mm-hmm. or if they're going to stay. You know, like how that balance is going to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if maybe or her new employees, they'll bring in some more people and we'll get some more characters so we're not stuck with only Dr. B as our new character. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm very curious to see how that dynamic's gonna go. I'm I'm kinda wondering the same thing. I don't really have a prediction about that, I guess, because I feel like she can't like they can't make it go through two different practices, so I don't really know. But this isn't necessarily a prediction, but I did see an Instagram where all of her ex boyfriends are back in an episode at the end of this season. Well, that sounds awesome. Which I'm real excited yeah, to see. I'm excited to see that, hopefully. <laughs> I also hope to see Mindy's family, like we talked about. I want to see Mindy have some more girlfriends, and, I mean, let's what, see her get fat. What do we think <laughs> about a proposal? Well, season that, finale. after what I saw tonight... I kind of think that a proposal is happening. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to come soon. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We can't wait to talk to you all next week. Um, Where can we find you guys online? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April Wissenham. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43 and online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. And you can find AfterBuzzTV at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, basically everything. So mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll watch you and see you and listen to you <laughs> next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.